I'm Sue Dick, President and CEO of the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. With Election Day just a few weeks away, we felt it was our duty as your Chamber of Commerce to keep our membership and the voting public informed on where candidates stand on vital issues of the day. Before the primary election, we provided a voter's guide where all candidates answered questions focused on our community. As a follow-up, we thought it was important to provide information before the general election, which will take place on November 8th. What you're about to hear are direct responses from local candidates running for city and county commission, as well as Leon County School Board. Using our strategic priorities as a guide and the data shown in our community scorecard, each candidate was asked the same three questions. Why they chose to run, what they see as the biggest challenge facing our community, and what would their top three priorities be. The episodes are brief and are not designed to tell you who to vote for, but rather to make sure you have a clear understanding of where candidates stand on issues we hold dear. We hope you will take time to listen to each episode to learn more about our candidates, and most importantly, get out and vote. Well, hello, we're here with Paula DeBowles Johnson, who is running for Leon County Commission, District 5. Hello, Paula. Hi, Sue. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Well, thank you. Um, let's just jump in. Uh, why are you interested in being a Leon County Commissioner? Well, Sue, I love this community. I came to Tallahassee in 1986 to attend Florida A&M University. I met the love of my life at FAMU. We got married. We had children. And we knew that this was the place that we wanted to raise our girls. So um, David and I made the decision to stay here. We got mm, good paying jobs. We did enough to where we could raise our families, support our mothers, because we're both um, caregivers to, to our moms. But what I found here in Tallahassee was a sense of community. Um, I love the fact that we're connected still to the university. There's a lot of culture here. And there were a lot of things that we could do to help um, inspire our kids, make sure that they had access to a lot of different things um, so that they weren't sheltered. They got to meet a lot of different people, um, see a lot of different events. So it's a, an amazing place to raise a family. But what we also realized was that it's small enough to where it's not a country, country, small town, um, but it's not huge like where I came from, Orlando. So I've been working in this community and serving because I want to make it better. And what I want to do now is to be the next Leon County Commissioner because I want to continue to work that I've been doing for more than 30 years in the community. Okay. And what do you see as the greatest challenge facing our community? We have a lot of challenges, but, but what I'll point to right now is um, the need for more economic development. I think that will solve a lot of the issues that we have. That will address crime that will address affordable housing. It will help in terms of um, job creation. So there's no one thing, but one thing that we're, we're not doing a lot of talking about, we also need to build um, back that sense of community where we can sit and have a civil conversation with one another, where we can decide that what's more important is the relationship and the growth of our community and the needs of our community instead of just this back and forth where we're not solving any problems. So we really need to also get back to being able to communicate with one another and make decisions together to make this community look like what we want it to look like. I like some of the Tallahassee of old where we could 
just sit down, have a civil conversation, make decisions that would benefit all of our community members. And uh, if elected, what would your top three priorities be? I've kind of alluded to that. Um, I would love to see a strong economic development package. Um, again, we need to talk about affordable housing. Um, they talk about people not wanting to work. People do want to work. They want good jobs, though, that pay them a living wage, a salary where they can work, they can work one job, not multiple jobs. They want to be able to be there to help their kids with their homework. So um, we also need um, affordable housing. I was talking with a group of young people yesterday, and they were all leaving Tallahassee. They couldn't afford the rent. And, and we have amazing universities here, but those people that can't stay on campus have to be able to afford a place to live. And they shouldn't have to have four people in a one bedroom to make rent. So we have to talk about those things, but this is also classing out families that work for the state that are working 30,000, they're making $30,000 a year. They can't afford the rents. So we have to come up with plans because we wanna keep our talent right here in Leon County. So there are a lot of things that we can work on, um, but we have to have the will to do it. Okay. Any closing comments you'd like to provide? I'd like people to know um, that again, as I mentioned, I love this community. I see great things for Tallahassee, but we need leaders with vision and the ability to work with other people. Um, we can't just keep pointing fingers and trying to tear things down. It's really important. And if, if we look at just across the nation, there seems to be this tone of, we're gonna tear everything down. Well, you can't because you're just left in the ashes, right? So what we want are people that are willing to lead. Sometimes those conversations are uncomfortable, but we have to have someone that's willing to work together and come up with solutions and not just point out problems. Um, that's who I've been all my life. I am a consensus builder. I am a person that gets things done and people know they can trust my word. And, I, and I'm really hoping that the community gets behind me and votes for me on November 8th. I would love to be your next Leon County Commissioner for District 5. And I want people to know that I will always listen. So if they go to my website, I'mwithpaula.com, they can learn more about me and my platform, my family, and my vision for Tallahassee. Paula, thank you for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. Well, hello, I am here with David O'Keefe, running for Leon County Commission, District 5. Hi, David. Hey, how are you doing, Sue? I'm great. Thanks for coming in. Well, let's just jump right on in. Um, why are you interested in being a commissioner for Leon County? Um, because I really want to be able to put my experience of a professional and personal and here in Tallahassee to use for helping our neighbors. Um, I really believe that local government has much more of an impact than people realize on things we can do uh, despite typical political uh, crisis issues at a local level. We can get together on things that affect our neighborhoods. We can get together on things that affect our schools. We can get together on things that affect our families. Um, a little bit about myself is um, I actually mostly grew up in Jacksonville um, where um, after going through some hard times uh, financially there, I came to FSU uh, to learn accounting. To, uh, came here for accounting school, graduated, and it was a job at an accounting firm that kept me here, uh, an internship where I got to see uh, some of the businesses. I got to know the people who 
work and live outside of the campus bubble. Um, and they snagged me and kept me here. Uh, and that was almost, I mean, we're coming up on 20 years ago now. Um, and so now my wife and I um, and all our pets, we live here in Tallahassee in, in, uh, in Old Town for us. And we just love it. It's, um, uh, I can never run for anything in Jacksonville. Not that I'd probably move back because I like to say what I like about Tallahassee is it has not grown like Jacksonville from when I grew up there, even when I was growing up there, you know, it's just, uh, it's got, it's got all the stuff we need and a lot of the cool stuff that you might miss in a small town, but with still that vibe, the small town. I know the business community here, uh, a lot of local businesses, at least when I was in private, you know, close at noon on Fridays and you get a little extra weekend, stuff like that. That's the thing I um, keeps me here. Great. Well, what do you see as one of the greatest challenges we're facing as a community? Our biggest challenge is most of America's biggest challenge, and that is affordable housing for both renters and homeowners. And not just for starters, not for not just for people who are trying to get their first home, for people who are trying to grow with their family. Um, and even for people who may be in a better position if they own their current home, but are trying to downsize and move into um, different ways of living when they're aging in a way that's dignified and independent, even that is unaffordable. And so that's our biggest crisis. And it's, um, it's not unique, but it doesn't mean it's any feels any better for us. Well, and, and if elected uh, as a Leon County Commissioner, what would uh, your top three priorities be? You, uh, if I was able to cheat, I would say affordable housing, affordable housing, <laughs> affordable housing. Um, but we have a lot of issues going on. So number one, my priority is going to be affordable housing. Um, that is personal to me because my family did lose our home and I did experience what that's like. Even as a kid, you know, um, it changes your ability to even pay attention in school, to play outside. As a parent, I got to imagine seeing it on their faces, it changes their ability to parent, to do their job. And so that's driving me. I want to get in here and I want to do everything to increase affordable housing. If we can do something that puts 10 more uh, affordable housing units out there, I'm going all out to do that. And then if I can get five more, I'm getting five more. And we have to, we can't stop, we can't keep falling behind. Um, that's the number one thing. Uh, I still have two more, right? So the other is what I like to describe as community first economic development. Uh, my background is in finance. I'm a CPA and I've overseen finance departments for um, 15 years. And we need jobs, we need businesses. And I like, I love that Amazon is probably gonna deliver to my house faster uh, when these new things are built. And I like the new big projects we get when we recruit national companies. However, I really like a government sweet spot where there are gaps that the private market does not meet for some reason. And the, the public government can step in and say, here are these gaps. We can incentivize, we can micro grant, we can develop people to open their own business and one, create those same jobs and meet a need with a local business. Some examples of gaps that um, I know we have uh, is we are lacking affordable childcare. We are lacking a lot of medical specialties. Many people uh, who have any um, special disease or condition that's some kind of rare has typically themselves or a family member had to drive to Jacksonville or Gainesville or Tampa. And I really think we should be able to take some of our economic development dollars and say, how do we recruit or grow or have a, uh, a specialist who may know this, the medicine but need the business to start their business here and fill the gap? We get the jobs, we get the economic activity, 
and we solve a problem in our community and keep equity here. And that's really what I want to push and refocus our economic development efforts on that. And I feel, I feel for the economic development staff if I get my way, because those are harder. Those are going to be harder than trying to get one big thing or a bunch of medium things, but it's going to pay off. And your community is going to just appreciate it so much more than just, than not just, you know, jobs are important, but this and, it's going to make a big difference. Okay. You have one more. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. I want to make sure because I know you have a lot. Yeah. Sure. It's a good thing I plan on doing this full time because there's, there is a lot to tackle. You know, um, gosh, I hate it that it has to be this, but it has to, it's, it's public safety. You know, people have a right and, and to feel safe in their neighborhood. And that's, um, that's in all neighborhoods. That's neighborhood where violent crime happens and where, where, you know, um, property crime happens, but it's not going, it's a big problem. And I'm heartened to see some of the very recent steps we're taking to bring in group violence intervention, to bring in social supportive services, to bring in the all in approach from the county sheriff, uh, resulting from the anatomy of a homicide, to realize that this is not just law enforcement. This actually is law enforcement, maybe the least of it. This is a community. This is a community health. This is community safety. This is community leaders and nonprofit and social support services for kids and families. Because when we follow the approach that, for example, come out of the homicide report, where we look to intervene at boys in their teens when they start to act out in school, not only are we preventing a kid from going to life violent crime and the pathway to prison pipeline, but we're cutting out that violent crime and giving a kid what he or she needs to grow up and be a happy, healthy member of our community. Uh, when I worked at the Florida prepaid college plan, we had a foundation and they partner up with Take Stock and Children all over Florida. And they have one of the most successful programs. What they do is they take a prepaid college scholarship plan and they sit, look, they find at-risk high school kids who are at risk of dropping out. And they say, you get a mentor. And if you stay in school and get these grades, college is paid for. And the impact is huge. That kind of thing makes a huge difference. Okay. And I think that's three. Okay. Any closing comments you'd like to make? Just that um, I appreciate everyone listening. And I, um, I particularly appreciate in, in this race, as of today's recording, I listened to a lot of podcasts and I know you have to say this is certain day and time because you don't know what's going to come out. But um, our race, District 5, I think reflects two people who are interested in public service and who do public service and who want to do its best and who just may have some differences, may have different philosophies or styles. And I think that's reflective of District 5 voters. District 5 has always elected sort of long-term, thoughtful, detail-oriented, practical people who want to help their community. And I think that um, in an in election season that can seem extremely combative, it's always helpful for me to come back and remember I like to believe everyone involved believes they're doing the right thing and they want what's best for our community. And that at the end of this, we all have to come together and we all are going to need to improve our community. Um, and I want to do so uh, at the end of it. I want to be in a position to do so with everyone um, who's at the table. Okay. Well, David, thank you for taking time to come in. Thank you, Sue. I know you have a lot of candidates to speak to um, and I appreciate your time a lot.